Well, hello, 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 and welcome back. <laughs> I know, I know what you're thinking. This girl is so flaky. She's all over the place. And you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not here to argue with you. I know I said the last time that I absolutely would keep this podcast going on a weekly basis and I would keep you updated and I would stay on top of the topics and be more consistent with it, but I have to be completely honest with you. The last few months, life has been kicking my ass straight up, so I'm sorry, but this is the best that I can do, and I truly was going through such a disconnected period where I have not been on socials, I haven't been posting, I've been off of my phone. Ask anybody that knows me it's really unlike me um and i also just have not even been answering messages i've had some of my friends reach out to me like where are you in the world what's going on are you doing okay because that's how disconnected i've been of course including my podcast i i definitely felt as though I was not being truthful to you guys or myself if I just keep it going on a weekly basis and basically just bullshit through uh, topics that I create or tell you about my life when I was trying to figure my life out myself. So it just didn't feel honest for me and I didn't feel like I could give you the best version of me. So I really had to step away from everything and just figure out exactly what was going on through my mind, through my body, through everything in life, and um, kind of recenter and refocus. I know that I said this the last time, but this really has been quite a interesting period. So I'm here to tell you all about it, and let's kind of dissect it all and see what I've learned. And by no means am I done. <laughs> dissecting it's still an ongoing thing but um definitely I feel a little bit better and um I guess my mind is just a little bit more at ease so I figured I'd jump on here and give you an update this episode is not gonna be anything structured I'm really just freestyling and talking to you as I would talk to anybody on FaceTime and uh yeah so let's see how it goes so a few different things happened in the course of this period, I guess, that I was inactive. Um, my mom was staying with me for about a month at my house, so I was dedicating a lot of time to her. Um, she was trying to help me work through a lot of the issues, but that was impossible because I really need to work through this stuff by myself. Um, it's also harder for me to just record episodes when there's somebody near me. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm getting used to like still being on camera and like doing this kind of stuff. Um, but besides that, it's just been kind of like back to back to back with travels. Honestly, I've been kind of on the go, I want to say since like early March and <clears throat> I just concluded what I think is my last trip for quite a while. So it's like end of July. So it's kind of been just back to back to back to back, which is great in one way. It's very distracting and, um, it helps me kind of not focus on what needs to be focused on while at the same time taking moments, you know, when I am traveling somewhere um, to kind of recenter and focus on the stuff that needs to be addressed. It's kind of like a two way thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's for the better or not. But um, yeah, I have realized a lot of things in this time. Um, starting with the traveling, uh, one of my friends asked me, she said, do you think that 
you're traveling to run away from everything that's happening in your life. Like, for example, when I lost my job and I was unable to find something and I started to, you know, just take these trips constantly. She was like, do you think that you're like running away so you don't have to deal with the fear or the anxiety or the stress? And I really did think about that. Um, I don't think I'm running away. I think I'm searching for something, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's running. So yeah, that's, that's the first realization I made. The second realization I made after getting a life coach was that I was trying to desperately, um, seek a new job. I think to basically fill some kind of void in my life. Um, it's not that I was as, of course I was like any normal person concerned financially, but I think that that wasn't my main concern. I think it was really just, oh my God, I have all of this time now that I used to dedicate to work. And I think for years now, I've struggled with the concept of being busy, like booked and busy. Like I wanted to constantly have work nonstop. I wanted to fill my time with workouts, with my career, with um, the podcast, with whatever it is that I possibly could to almost eliminate that opportunity of sitting with my own thoughts and working on myself. And that's kind of the realization that my life coach also helped me understand a little bit more carefully now because, you know, when he asked me, you seem like really devastated about not having work right now. Like, is it, you know, are you worried about your finances? Are you worried about yourself? Like what, what is driving that um, anxiety? And I realized that, yeah, like I just wasn't used to having all this free time to to do whatever I wanted to do. It's almost like this opportunity to rediscover yourself and to kind of learn who you are after all these years. What are the things that no longer interest you? What are the things that you do enjoy doing? What are the things you want to better about yourself? It's actually all the hard work in life, not not the nine to five, you know, going to an office or whatnot. So Yeah, that was quite an interesting realization. I think in the very beginning, I was really fighting it. I was trying to argue against it and I didn't want to do that work. And then I think at some point I just submitted to it and I realized that the more I fight it, the lesser chance I have of getting the results I want. So I might as well just go with it, accept what's happening and try to make the best out of a shitty situation. So that happened. Um... Besides that, I have had a lot of trips, so I did start with a work play trip, let's say both, to Mallorca. Um, That was great. I was reviewing a hotel there, and that was at the period of my life, I'm saying this like it was 10 years ago, but it was actually just um, June. Yeah, (laughs) June, (laughs) one month ago. Um, I realized that I wanted to try more content creation. Like I've been doing this for clients for, I don't know, let's say almost 10 years now, to be honest. And I've never really taken content creation seriously for myself. Like here and there, I would do like some nice photos or, you know, reels just for fun on Instagram, but I never really gave it my all and like put my heart and soul into it. And I realized with this loss of my job, I had this extra time now. And I started to ask myself, what is it that you actually like doing? What do you like, uh, you know, as a hobby for fun? And obviously travel has always been uh, something vital for me in my life. And um, 
I thought, okay, let me try to do this for real. Like, let me show people these different places and sites through my eyes. Let me actually put my skills into myself for once. It started off great. I was having fun with it at first. Um, Definitely, I noticed there was some growth on my socials as soon as I really started putting effort into it. I saw a lot of people messaging me about these places and tips and the views on the videos were doing okay. Um, But then I started to realize when I was in Mallorca, I believe, um, I had a photo shoot there. And I love the pictures. The pictures came out so beautiful. And I actually, after that shoot, I didn't even end up posting most of them. I only posted one carousel of three images out of like 50. Um, Because it kind of just hit me at that moment. I realized, okay, I'm really struggling to figure out who it is that I am right now. I'm really struggling to find my like path in life currently I'm struggling with a lot of personal issues I was struggling with confidence in a way I was feeling a bit insecure not in terms of like aesthetics or something like looks but just with myself and I also was still pretty upset about a um like situationship that just never ended up working out for me I really had high hopes for him and I um And I realized I'm putting up these videos and I'm putting these pictures out there into the world. And people are seeing one side of this. They're seeing this beautiful picture where I look so happy. And these videos where I'm encouraging people to follow their dreams and follow their heart and take risks and do it all. And I realized that that's just not how I was feeling. And I felt like a fraud. Like I felt as though I was having like imposter syndrome or something. And that really didn't sit well with me because I feel like in the world of social media, you really have that ability to literally just show people what you want them to see. It's such a one-sided thing. And a lot of the times people don't show you the transparency of what it actually is in life for them. And for me, that's a deal breaker because I can't put up beautiful pictures and videos and show you this amazing life without showing you the reality of what somebody is feeling or going through. And for me, it was much different than what you saw on those images. So that's kind of the moment where I decided I need to step away from this completely because this is not me. I don't care if it was generating views. I don't care if I was starting to get brand deals and work with different tourism boards. I knew that I, even if it was something cool and something I could be good at potentially, it's not something I can sustain long-term, at least at this moment of my life. And I'm not saying that you have to be perfectly happy and your life has to be like amazing at all times in order to fulfill such a career. And I give kudos to anybody who does do it because it is so hard and people don't understand how many hours of work go into filming and editing and showing people all these beautiful places and the ups and the downs and the heat and the mosquitoes and like the stuff that you really don't see that's not translated through social media. Um, But I realize it's just not something that I can do right now. It's not something that I can put out there for people to look at and trust that this is, this is how I'm doing, you know? So that was kind of heartbreaking in a way as well, because it's kind of one of those things like, you know, as a child, when you're like not good at anything, like you're not good at sports, you're not good at like dance, you're not good at like 
band like uh, playing an instrument or something whatever and then you finally find like this one little angle this one niche of something that you potentially could be good at and then you realize that it's just still not for you that's kind of how i felt i felt like god i really thought this was like the way out but I accepted it and it really made me realize that there's just still more work to be done and I cannot take any shortcuts in life. So I accepted it with ease and it's something that I'm still working through right now. I'm trying to find that perfect balance. Um, but I did realize that once I stepped away from social for the first time in years, considering this is literally my livelihood and my career, um, I felt such a breath of fresh air. Like, I deleted the app from my phone and occasionally, maybe like once or twice a week, I would get on just to uh, communicate with some friends and not really scroll. Um, it made me feel so much happier. Like, I wasn't comparing myself with anyone. I wasn't mindlessly searching for something that had no relevance to me for hours. I wasn't looking at people's lives and thinking, oh, this could be me or this should be me. I was just so disconnected and I realized that the conversations I was having, the places I was seeing, the people I was meeting, it was just so much more lively than I've seen it in years. So it's kind of tough now, to be honest, because it's pretty tough when it's your career, you know, so you always have to be on social. I have clients that still I, I work with and I have to post for them. I have to be on top of trends. I have to like know what to do. But I think that cutting it off for myself personally was probably the best thing I could have done in this moment. So yeah, so that was one thing I also went through recently. Another thing was um, I had a work trip to Barcelona. Um, so we went there, that was amazing. It was such a beautiful city. I've actually never been there before. And funny enough, I realized sorry i think that there might be like a plane above my house <laughs> the feds have finally found me <laughs> i really got to pay my taxes <laughs> um so i kind of realized when i was in barcelona this is gonna sound crazy and i probably sound like a gypsy that's like running from sorry that was not a slur by the way um that's like running from place to place trying to like find herself it's like an eat pray love moment i don't know could be but i felt really happy there and i haven't felt that kind of excitement in years anywhere perhaps in croatia yes um i also wanted to move there last year but i experimented with it and i realized that at that point in my life i was definitely running from something it was not like um that i just needed to change the environment i was in but in barcelona i definitely felt like alive you know i i felt like the culture suited me so well i think that dating with a spaniard earlier this year kind of exposed me to this culture that's kind of crazy enough similar to my own in a different way i really like how people take their time there it's so slow paced compared to the netherlands or the us or other economically strong countries <laughs> sorry not sorry but I like that there's this tapas culture, there's like this after work kind of sunset hour where people still have the desire to 
go somewhere and sit and have a glass of wine instead of running home and, you know, getting in the shower or taking a bath and just going straight to bed and having your dinner. And, you know, it's just, it's different. I don't know how to explain it. I think only once you go to Spain, you experience it yourself. And maybe I got the luck of the draw, you know, I'm sure that not everything is perfect there either. But I think the last time I really felt like this type of feeling was probably in Croatia. And then before that was probably the first time I got to Amsterdam. So it's rare that it comes in my life. And while I was there, although we did a lot of work and I didn't get much time to actually explore the city itself, I was able to meet with a friend and I was able to actually go on a date, believe it or not. <laughs> so let me tell you about that. Um, we were there for a conference. So basically like I was there on Monday. They all came, my team, on Tuesday. Monday I had to myself, although I came pretty late in the evening. I went to dinner with a friend. And then Tuesday we had the conference, basically the entire... No, no, sorry, sorry, I'm lying. Tuesday we just had an event in the evening. Wednesday, Thursday we had the conference the entire day. It was basically like a 10-hour day. Um, after that, I was talking with somebody local there and, um, he invited me on a date with him. So I thought it was going to be a great idea because it's somebody local. I really needed to get back out into the dating scene. Like it's always good. I think for me to just practice, see how I feel kind of like, you know, regain my confidence. Um, so there's a few things that went wrong. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So the whole team went out for dinner um, because it was uh, Heise's uh, birthday. So they all went out and I went on my date with this guy. So he let me pick the place uh, prior to the date. He actually said, here are two options. These are really good places. So tell me which one you like. I was like, okay, great. He's proactive, showed me, you know, some options. One was really close to the place we were staying at. I thought this is great, you know, very considerate. We picked that place. I said, this looks good. He was like, great, let's meet at 8 p.m. So I'm walking there at 8 p.m., right? This is like after a full day at this conference. There was no air conditioning. It was like a major heat wave in Spain. It was literally like 36 degrees that day. I was already exhausted. I didn't really eat much. I was, you know, all sweaty, had to take a shower. It's just like a whole thing. So I get to this place. He's standing outside. He looked okay. Like he, he was, you know, tall, handsome guy. There was no complaints on my end necessarily. Um, and he goes, let's see if we can get a table. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, you didn't make a reservation because, you know, I'm assuming if somebody's like local to that city and this is a place they've been to before, they would probably know that it's popular and booked. Uh, so he was like, no, I didn't. I'm not saying that I'm one of those high maintenance girls that like expect everything on like a princess platter, but I mean, come on, bro. Like I am completely new to this city. I have no idea where you're taking me. Like I literally picked it based off of some Google images. You live here, you know this place. So it was a little bit frustrating. I kind of felt in that moment, I think the exhaustion like creep up on me and the fact that like he just didn't put in that extra effort to just not even extra effort, just regular effort to just make sure that we had a place to eat dinner. I kind of felt like I was about to break down, like I was going to cry. It was that like level of exhaustion where you're just like, I don't even want to be here, you know? So 
yeah, I mean, we may do with it. He said, let's go to another place because sure enough, they were fully booked, not taking any reservations. Um, so we went to another place that was like, you know, a few minutes walking, you know, rest in peace, my feet, but it's fine. Um, the place was fine. He was okay. It was, I think, um, on that date, I realized that I am totally not ready to date. <laughs> I think that's exactly the realization I came to. He was doing everything right. He was asking me questions. He was super intrigued. He told me I looked amazing. He said, you know, I was a little nervous in the beginning because you looked better than your pictures. And I was just, you know, really humbled. And I told him it's super sweet. And he said, no, really, I, I really think you look just beautiful. And I'm like, thank you. You know, it's super, super sweet. And a lot of good things that made me feel great. But there was something just off about the connection because I told him, you know, after the dinner, I would be joining um, my colleagues because they were going out. And a few times he mentioned to me to just put my phone on airplane mode and like just not meet up with them. And I told him, you know, it's one of my colleagues' birthdays. So like I already kind of want to be there because we're close. We're friends outside of work. So and he was like, no, but they're not going to know. Just like turn your phone off, which I found to be a little strange after like the sixth time, you know, I think you can maybe suggest it once. And if somebody goes with it, that's your indicator, I guess, that they just love how the date is going and they really want to continue it. But I think after you say it six times, it becomes just a little bit uncomfortable, um, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't into it so much. I feel like. I went into the bathroom at one point and I was telling myself, if you really liked this guy, like you were really into it, there would be no question that you'd want to stay no matter what. You would just continue the date. So if you're finding yourself here trying to convince yourself, why would you, you know? Why would I need convincing if I liked somebody? So that was that. Um, regardless, he was very kind. Uh, we concluded the date and he said, you know, let me walk you to a taxi and, um, hopefully this is not too forward, but I'd really love to see you tomorrow after your conference again, if we can go out. And I said, I would let him know because I realized that he's not getting the best version of me after these work days. Like it's just, let's face it. It's not, it's not the true me. It's an exhausted, you know, frustrated version of me. And it's just not, the the type of person that I wanted to put out. Also, if I'm being honest, I really just didn't feel the connection. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Shoot me. Like, there's something probably wrong with me. It's probably not even him. But just something felt off to me. And I don't know what it is. And I always go with my gut instinct and my intuition. And my intuition basically told me that, you know, you dumb bitch, like stop trying to date somebody when you need to date yourself and you need to figure out how you can be the best version of you. That's literally what my inside voice was saying. So I decided that that was that. And um, I'm going to not date for a little bit um, and just focus on me. And that was a great realization to have. And I'm proud of myself for it. Along with that, over the past few um, months, I guess, um, I've really been learning how to detach from certain outcomes and really focus on accepting life as it comes. Because I think that we all sort of 
set these plans for ourselves. Like, for example, I thought by 30, I would already be married with like one child already born and a second child on the way and having like my own consultancy and working remotely and traveling all over. And it's like life doesn't ever really go as planned. And of course, it's nice to have some kind of plan and to have goals and dreams and ambitions. But you also kind of have to be easy on yourself and realize that sometimes when something is rejected, I don't even like to use that word rejected, but I guess just not working out the way it should in your life. It's not really rejection. It's just redirection. And for me personally, these past few months have been exactly that. It's literally made me question everything about myself, my standards, how I look at myself inside and out, the career that I'm in, the difference that I'm making, um, what actually fulfills me, what are part of my values day to day, uh, what I actually want in a partner. Do I want a partner right now? So many different things that these past few months have forced me to look at that I think I probably put off for many years prior. Um, I look at it as that is the gift and that is the benefit of my life kind of sort of not really falling apart, but like, let's just say the, the puzzle of my life was rearranged severely. So I think it's good that this did happen because I feel like I've actually never been closer to myself than right now. I've done so much internal thinking and so much time alone just with myself and figuring out what it is that actually excites me, what kind of trips I like taking, what kind of travel I like doing, where I want to live, the kind of weather that makes me happy, the kind of people I want to surround myself with, as well as the kind of people I need to cut out of my life, which was something that happened. Um, also in this time, I realized that there's just certain people I just cannot keep in my life anymore, not for, you know, selfish reasons, but just that our frequencies and our values just do not align as friends, as partners, as anything. So it's been quite an interesting journey, I have to say. Um, I think the moment that I stopped trying to fight everything and just accept it as it comes that Perhaps this job was not right for me and perhaps the ones that rejected me were also not right for me, but there is something out there that is and maybe I just need to gain a little patience and just keep fighting for that and not settle for anything less. Maybe the guy that I was dating I had higher hopes for and I really thought that this could have been something, but maybe it wasn't and maybe the, maybe this is a door that's closing in all aspects of my life for a grand bigger door to be able to open and I I remember reading something recently and it said like everything that's truly right for you will make you feel at ease everything that's truly right for you will seem so simple so obvious and so comfortable to you and everything that's truly right for you will always choose you as quickly as you choose it and I feel like that is so accurate in terms of all areas of your life. I think that we often forget that, of course, life is not easy. And you go through really difficult chapters and diff difficult portions of your life. But I think the moment that you have to fight for something, not like in terms of a career or something like that, but 
fight for somebody to stay in your life, fight for somebody to value you, fight for friendships, fight for, you know, a job to work out in your favor. I think that's when you know that there's something just not right about it because it's not like everything just comes easy, but at the same time, everything shouldn't have to be a struggle either. So yeah, I feel like a lot of progress has been made. I definitely feel much more at ease. I feel a little bit calmer than I was a few weeks back. I feel like I've had so many travels and seen so many beautiful places and come in contact with so many people that I normally wouldn't. And it's just, it's shocking that, you know, I, in all of this time, randomly, my childhood best friends who I hadn't spoken with in years, I want to say maybe like five years or so, out of nowhere, on the same day when I was probably at my lowest point, literally contemplating if it's even worth it for me to stay in Amsterdam to continue working, if I need to take like a depression year off. On my worst day, both of them, after five years of not hearing from both, I want to say around that time, they both out of nowhere just messaged me. They didn't talk to each other about it. It was not arranged in any way. I truly, truly believe it is the power of energy and the universe because at that moment, I wanted to be so disconnected from everyone and everything. But at the same time, I realized that what I needed most in that moment was some love and care from people that knew me best. And that's them. So it's quite funny how that works out. It's like we picked up right where we left off years and years ago. Um, I'm so grateful for it because I think that it's quite a funny coincidence, but life is just funny that way. So I've learned to let go and take things as they come. And instead of being worried and concerned for the future and how things will work out, I've shifted my focus to just being so excited and grateful. And every single morning I wake up, I say all of the things that I'm grateful for as if they've already come true. I list out probably six or seven of the things that I dream of in present tense as if it's already been given to me and it's happened and I've achieved it. And I've realized that that's changed my outlook a lot. I feel a lot happier. I do start to believe it, call it delusional, call it whatever, but definitely had an impact on my mental health. So I just want to conclude the update so that we're not getting into a depressing TED talk. <laughs> but I just wanted to give you guys an update um, and let you know that it's not exactly where it needs to be yet, but it's in progress. It's on the way. Um, just to give you a little bit of a reality check and hope just in case you're going through something similar, just remember that there's no need to give up. You just have to look forward. You have to accept things as they come and just always believe in the better. I think the minute that you do a mindset shift and you just focus on the good and replace your worry with gratitude and just know that you deserve everything that you wish for in life. You deserve it and you don't need to fight for it. When it's right, you just know and it's going to come to you as you wish for it. So I hope that this wasn't too boring. I'm sorry for this. I wish I had even better, more exciting news to share with you. But 
this is life. Life has its ups and downs and it's not always uh, perfect as it seems. Forgive me for not being as active on social anymore, but I'm preserving my mental health. And I kind of like just being present in the moment and remaining a mystery, you know? It's helping me with meeting people and having conversations and traveling and who knows, maybe even dating along the line. So yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this and I promise, 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 pinky promise that I'm going to keep you updated. I just think I need to come up with some other episode topics and start filming on camera because I don't know how many people actually want to hear about the update of my life. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for joining and I'll see you on the next one.